Hello, love. Welcome to Floating on a Cloud podcast. It is the feeling you get when you are connected to your divine guidance. Sarah Sparks interviews guests to share their story on how listening to their divine guidance positively changed their life for good. Let's make listening to your divine guidance an everyday occurrence. Hello, loves. Welcome back to Floating on a Cloud podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Sparks. And today we're talking with the amazing Stacey Eldridge. Oh my goodness. I am excited for us to have this conversation. She is a cyber security expert and founder of Silicon Prairie Cyber Services. Stacey's security career started nearly 20 years ago in the FBI. Since then, she's branched into uh, branched out into cybersecurity with a focus on keeping small businesses safe from cyber attacks. Stacy has several security related certifications and is a licensed private detective in Nebraska. Welcome. You're, it's just so fascinating. I just have all these questions. Like, oh my goodness. Well, let's first welcome. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Thank you. I'm excited to chat with you too. Yes. And we know each other through Femme City, but as you popped on, I was like, oh my goodness, we've never actually had a one-on-one -on -one get to know you. So we're going to do it over podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. Yes. So have you always listened to your divine guidance? What do you even call it? Do you say divine guidance or what, what is it? No. And for a long time, like I didn't even know like anything about divine guidance and I would not have used any of that um, <laughs> terminology at all. Cause I will say like having worked in law enforcement and with a bunch of dudes for my entire career, um, they would have said that all of this was a bit hippy dippy. And so like being with them, I would have said the same thing. This is a bit hippy dippy, but it was happening and I didn't even realize it. And it's been just within the past couple of years that I realized that, you know, I was listening to my, you know, intuition, my inner guidance. Um, mm -hmm. And sometimes you just get those, I don't know, tingly feelings that you should do something and then you do it because you just had this overwhelming urge or feeling that you needed to do that. For a long time, I would have said that I was really um, listening for when I felt resistance to something much more so than being told to specifically do something. So if it didn't feel good, does that make sense? Yeah. So when, so when you felt resistance, then you wouldn't do something, but you were right. relying on logic and brain power and everything to to do what you thought was best yes is that what, yes. You're, is that what you're getting at yeah I think that's how I operated most of the time um for sure yeah. yeah yeah so what switched around for you in the last few years I think I've been more inward looking um and just because of my career like I was so externally focused and it was just like, what are, what are the bad guys doing? How can I stop them? And I was just so externally focused on my career and my job, but I needed to become more inward focused on me and what makes me tick and why do I do the things that I do and 
what makes me feel good and what brings me joy. I mean, you know, putting bad guys in jail is certainly very satisfying, but I think you need to have some inner joy um, all along the way too. You just can't get everything you need from others, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Was there a certain moment or were there a series of moments that happened for you to have this realization? Oh, that's a tough question. Why did I start uh, looking <laughs> inward? I think it just must have been like, you know, there's something more to just working all the time, right? I would say like, for a long time, my life was just, I'd go to work and I'd work, 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 work. And then I would like go on vacation for a couple of weeks. And then I would just like work, 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 work again. And so like, I needed to do something yeah. more than that with my mm -hmm. life. I mean, vacationing is great for sure, but. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and I honestly, I had to next week where I'm going on vacation and which I know we're recording this now and it won't be, <laughs> it won't be live for a, for a few months, but um I'm was going, I'm going on vacation and I have to intentionally tell myself to take time off. Cause otherwise I could be like, well, I could work from anywhere. I can have clients. I can have conversations. I can record podcasts. And I was like, you know what? I need to take this time and enjoy my family and enjoy my girls and just enjoy the sunshine <laughs> for the love of Pete, instead of being inside and behind a computer, you know? So Ah, uh, yeah, I totally feel you. Um, so what did it feel like when you weren't listening to Divine Guidance? I would say I felt really just uncomfortable. Like I was kind of itchy in my own skin. Um, I would get really restless and I would always be like looking for something else, just you know, like craving something else. I felt very unsatisfied, mm -hmm. restless. Yeah. What does it now feel like when you tune into those tingling moments? <laughs> <laughs> I think I just go, you know, when I stop and I'm still and just listen or just kind of relax. And then I just feel more calm. And the calmness comes much faster mm -hmm. than it used to. Like the more I try to just listen to my inner guidance, the faster I can be calm, get a good answer, move on, move forward and stop feeling stuck. I think that's the biggest thing for me is like, I get unstuck faster and I mm -hmm. hate feeling stuck because I need to be getting stuff done all the time. Like, <laughs> One of my Clifton strengths, like the number one is to be like an achiever. So I'm always like, I got to get it done. I got to get it done. <laughs> Do you feel like your intuition is right? Or how can you tell the difference between the thought that you're thinking and a thought that is your intuition and not just, oh, hmm, all right. I think I get, um, and if you're still working on it, so, so, so am I, it, 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 it's okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would say it's most obvious to me when, um, I receive a thought because it tends to come to me, like, 
in the middle of the night or something like that. It's not when I'm like thinking about whatever my problem is or what should I do next with my life. It mm -hmm. comes to me at an odd time. And maybe that's because I'm most open to that because I'm not focused on it. Because mm -hmm. I know a lot of the times in the FBI, I would be working on a case and it would be a difficult problem. Like, why can't I find evidence on this computer? Why isn't it here? And, you know, you'd be in the office thinking all day long and looking and searching and you're like, I can't find it. And then I'd be like home sleeping, wake up in the middle of the night. And I'm like, oh my God, I know how to find this thing that I couldn't find all day long. Uh -huh. Do you feel like that was your intuition even then? Yeah, but I wouldn't have called it that. I would have just thought like, I don't know, processing it in my mind and the subconscious in the middle of the night, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> Well, that's all right, probably true as well. <laughs> so I'm also curious, do you use intuition with your private detective like in the state of Nebraska? Or do you get to practice that or is it just a license? I'm just curious. Why I'm curious is because a little girl went missing in Iowa and friends know that I have this gift. So they were out searching because they like opened it up to the public because the, um, the sheriff's department was having a difficult time. So they're like, hey, I want people to, you know, walk through fields because <laughs> that's what Iowa and Nebraska is, is fields. Yep, and so yep, lots of wide they, open spaces. Yep. And so they were doing that. And the the friends asked me, Hey, can you help us? Like, can you direct us? Like it's Clinton County. It's, it's huge, you know? And so, I mean, I didn't like, we, I just followed what I was being guided to share with them. But then it comes down to like communicating that with authorities and then like, <laughs> how do you, <laughs> so I had this nudge and I was talking to this gal who talks to street, you know, like, <laughs> So do you use that with like your work or with your private detective or with just an everyday life? Yep. So I have my private detective's license because I do work on computers. Like I'm investigating to see, you know, what happened and it could be a divorce case or it could be a criminal case or something like that. But the state of Nebraska requires that you have that license should you have to go testify in court. So that's why I have that. I'm not like generally out there, like, you know, is you're following somebody or you're cheating on your spouse sort of uh, <laughs> situation. But, you know, in terms of like using intuition in my daily job, I use it to look for the abnormal, I could think, because I can find that a lot faster mm -hmm. on a computer or in a network because there's so many things like in technology, I've seen it over and over and over again. And so if somebody's doing something bad, it's going to tend to be odd or different. So mm -hmm. what is this weird thing I'm finding, you know, or so is it abnormal? Yeah. And then I try to find those abnormal things and then figure out why are they abnormal? Why are they weird? And try to connect all of those different pieces together to see if it says anything significant. Does it say that somebody did something wrong that they shouldn't have done does it say that this was the hole that led the bad guy into steal all of your information gotcha 
Gotcha. And how does, so how do you receive that information? Like, how do you know it's intuition? Is it like a, a feeling that you have or a different thought pattern or like, so like a lot of why I'm asking is because a lot of people who come to me assume that they're going to be able to receive information just like I do. And I'm audible. Like it's literally like spirits, like sitting here talking with me, but many people don't. So I was just curious on how you receive that information. For me, it's more of a visual thing just because I am looking like at the computer screen at all of this information. And so it's um, like looking for the, a pattern because I um, worked a lot of crimes against children cases too. And so those are really nasty. And when you're looking through like some of those pictures, you kind of develop the skill, which I call how to look without looking you know, so you can like scroll, but you're not like deeply looking at the details of everything until during that scroll, something suddenly catches your eye and then you stop and focus on that one instead of intently looking at everything. So it could be the same thing with, um, patterns of text, just like you're scrolling, scrolling, wait, I think that's different. I think that's odd. That caught my eye. What did, why did it seem to like flash? as I scroll. So let's scroll back up and look a little more. Hmm. I like it because there, I mean, it's some people talk about seeing signs and some people need like a neon sign. And so like, if something that you're looking at just like pops out at you, that is a great indicator. Like, Oh, I need to notice that. I love that you are incorporating this into like divine guidance, intuition into everyday life, because that's what I really want. And that's why I started this podcast is because I want people to realize that it can be forever. It doesn't have to be just for for, for hippy dippy as I'm wearing my very bohemian (laughs) Shaw thingy. Um, But I love it. I love your Shaw. (laughs) And I mean, I too, I mean, I thought that my spiritual world had to be separate from my family or from honestly, even my work when I first started in government, I was not at all like connected and I did not, I was like, you know, church and state <laughs> like, yep. and that'd yep. be separate. Or, um, even when I started my business, I would not tell clients that I was using my intuition to do their work. I would just come with a list of questions that spirit had given me, but I would get, gather all these questions beforehand. And they would be like, how do you know that? Like how, like, that's just like, that's so me. And how did you know that I was experiencing that? And I was like, well, I don't know, just years of experience. (laughs) Well, yeah, I think there is just like, you know, that stigma around it in in society, you know? And like I said, I use that phrase hippy dippy because I think it is meant to be like a derogatory phrase, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why I also say, even when I'm introducing myself, like I'm no no longer ashamed of my spiritual woo-woo-ness is because like woo-woo, I think can also be used in the same negative connotation as um, hippy dippy, you know? So, <laughs> and I, I had it, I had a huge stigma around being woo woo. And so I just worked at it. Like, I'm like, I think we all do. Like if we are like, Ooh, that's being lazy. If I use my intuition, if I take time for, for myself, then I'm just being lazy and not being productive and because that's been a phrase that my clients have has have used, and I'm like, ooh, my boss, I'm like, let's address that, and that's like me with being woo woo. So I was like, 
every time I picked up a bracelet or this, the shawl or something that ever I saw like out and about, or I would have conversations with people and my mind would go, that's too woo woo. Like, we're not going to do that. I'd be like, you know what? We're buying it. <laughs> so I'd buy the bracelet, I'd buy the shawl, or I was online and I saw this tapestry and it used to always hang behind me until I was like, yeah, I'm good with my woo-woo-ness. Like we're good. We, we don't need to keep seeing it. And I saw it online and I was like, oh my God, that's so woo. And I was like, whoa, judgy lady, we are going to buy that and we're going to hang it up and I'm going to look at it. <laughs> I think we all have those things, you know, that we're just like judge, but it's really the thing that's within us that really wants to come out <laughs> and mm -hmm. wants to like live and breathe and woo and let us be free. And we're just like, that's just not what I've been taught. So <laughs> yeah. Well, and I hadn't even heard the term woo, I don't think, until I had joined Fem City a couple of years ago. And so like people <laughs> were like, woo, I've got woo. And I was like, whoa, what's woo? <laughs> whoa, what's woo? That could be a whole <laughs> Oh my God. I love it. So where has listening to your divine guidance, your intuition led you? I think it's led me um, everywhere that I've went in my career because it allows me to just take, I would say I'm semi-calculated risk, but at a certain point I just leap. And I tell people this all the time and they tend not to believe me, but like, I seriously joined the FBI on a whim. Like it was not on what? my radar. It was not like a thing I thought I would ever do. I never thought I would be in law enforcement, but I was talking with some buddies at work and they were like, Hey, you should apply to the FBI. And I was like, all right. And, you know, so I did. And then I got the job and I thought, well, this is going to be a great way to serve and make a difference in society. So, you know, I jumped in and I did it and loved it. And then like the same thing with being an entrepreneur, like I just got to this point where I was having so much resistance to what I could get done at my corporate job. I thought, you know, and I went through some coaching and stuff to make the decision, but ultimately I just decided both feet first, I'm just going to jump and I'm just going to do it. And I'm going to start my own business, even though I probably should be a little bit more prepared. I'm just going to do it because it feels right. Mm -hmm. Has owning your own business also pushed you out of your comfort zone? It, Cause it has me like, that's where I was oh, like, we, we got to figure this I'm out. It is out of my comfort zone the entire time when I'm like, doing all the things you have to do to like make and grow your business. Like when I'm working with clients, like that's totally comfortable. And I enjoy that. But like the rest of it is very, um, just sort of like, you know, it's so hard. It is. It's so hard to do all the other things that you've got yeah. to do. I know continually learning. I mean, I think when I first started my business, it was like, oh, well, this was a preconceived notion that I would have so much time. Sorry, I laughed. <laughs> like I was like, I would have so much time. I I run my own schedule, <laughs> and I do do it. I do, but it's, I shouldn't laugh so much. But I do run my schedule. But also, like, there's so much extra besides just the client work, you know. And so yeah. I feel like I had to, like, as an entre entrepreneur, I had to use my inner wisdom. I, I had to amplify it. Like 
because otherwise it just felt like it was the weight of the world was on my shoulders and it was the way that I could live life more easily and make those decisions faster rather than overthinking and overanalyzing every decision that I had to make as an entrepreneur versus, you know, when I was in local government, it was like, well, this is the weekly, this is the monthly, this is the the, the quarterly, this is the yearly, this is what I need to do, that it, it's all laid out, didn't have to promote myself, didn't have to talk about myself, just just get the, get the work done, you know, and I didn't have to use my intuition as much, but now I feel like I have to, I have to be aligned. So do you feel that way too? Or Yeah. I mean, for me, it's more about like getting out and talking to people. Cause like initially I thought, Oh, I'll just do some social media posts and then I'll be full of business, but um, that's not how it works, unfortunately. <laughs> and so it was like, who, and then, and then, you know, with COVID that really put a damper on trying to network and get out, but it was like, who should I network with and what message should I convey? And then it was really thinking through um, what words should I use? And it was like, what words do I like? And then, well, you know, what words do other people use and to make Mm -hmm. them kind of come over to my side. And then just, I think I'm pretty outgoing for um, like a cyber person for a geek. I mean, like traditionally we're all sitting like in a basement in a dark room sort of situation, not really talking to a lot of people. (laughs) Um, So like, I'm pretty social compared to that, but even for me, like it's hard to get out and network. So it's like, who, who has a persona that I can see across the room that seems to be like, welcoming and then like I will be attracted to that and that person and go to talk to them and then really try to listen to them and see what their message is and how I can help Mm -hmm. for sure when you're talking about the basement dark room all the things when I was in high school I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do and I was like computers be kind of fun like let's learn about them so I went to a local hospital and they had an IT department in the basement, like way, like, I mean, I think it was below the basement. Like it was (laughs) like the dungeon, holy macaroni. And then my husband is, was a CIO for an oil company and he would go to like a national convenience store conference like for but it was the security part of Mm -hmm. of his business and so I went with him and so I'm like amongst all of all all the people and I'm (laughs) over here very chatty and outgoing and I get in the elevator and I was like oh there's two guys in there and I was like oh you're part of the conference oh that's great my 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 partner because he wasn't my husband at the time I was like my my partner's there too I'm just gonna walk over and we're gonna watch like the keynote speaker or whatnot and they're like uh mm, uh uh-huh uh uh." like it was like awkward I mean it was like elevator awkward but then it was like a whole nother awkward and I I got out of the elevator and I saw Craig and I was like so just tried talking and that didn't go so well so I'm gonna keep to myself this week <laughs> like did you have a cocktail party because it was probably the co- quietest cocktail party <laughs> slash social you have ever been to in your life right yeah. yes <laughs> but I also 
find that when a whole bunch of coaches get together, like we're so used to leading people and leading the conversation that like, sometimes we just sit there and quiet because we don't have anybody to coach. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it's kind of all the same. So that was just my moment. As soon as you were talking about that, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I have experienced that, that dungeon awkward, I don't know what to do. So yay you for (laughs) stepping out of your comfort zone and doing you and being you. What final advice do you have um, that you would like to give to listeners today wanting more floating on the moment, floating on a cloud moments? I would say don't let the others that are around you dictate whether or not you can connect to your inner self and listen to your inner guidance. Just do what feels right to you and listen if that feels right to you. I appreciate that. Thank you. How may we connect with you? Yep. So you can find me on Instagram and Facebook as Silicon Prairie Cyber. Otherwise, you can go to my website, siliconprairiecyber.com, and I got all sorts of um, cyber goodies for you there. Awesome. We will put that in the description, so be sure to pop on over and click on her website, on Stacey's website. So thank you so much for this conversation, your time, your energy, all your wisdom. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah. Thank you for tuning into this episode. For more information about the guest and how to listen to your divine guidance, please click on the episode description. So much love to you. See you soon. Mm